Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday, and thanks for tuning in to P for Podcast, Episode 1, A for Authentic. My name is Laura, and I'm going to be walking you through this conversation with one of my very dear friends, Megan Richardson. She's one of my sorority sisters. She's one of my bridesmaids. She has had such a major impact in my life, especially the last few years, and I am so excited to be able to share some of that wisdom with you guys today. She truly lives an authentic life, and she's very real about the struggles of it too. So she's going to be a great tool for you guys to really just grasp just how important it is to live authentically. So I'm not going to make you wait any longer. We're going to dive right into my conversation with Megan. Thank you so much for being the first guest ever on P for Podcast. Of course, I'm so excited. Megan's been very supportive since the start. She was the first person that knew this was even happening, so it made sense that she would be guest number one. So let's just dive into who the heck you are. So Megan, tell us your name, tell us what you do, and your favorite thing to collect. Okay, so... My name is Megan Richardson. Um, Some people, for some reason, call me Megan Lee. I think that's because there's a ton of Megans that I know. Um, I am a speech pathologist um, for a district in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, I absolutely love my job. Um, I probably talk about it way too much, and I am a little bit obsessed with it. Um, Definitely missing all of my kids right now because we are in remote learning. And what was the last question? Tell us something that you collect. Oh, okay. You told me this and I have to think about it. (laughs) Um, Mine is definitely um, plants. I love having plants. Um, I actually just bought like seven new plants um, because... Living plants, right? Yeah, living plants. I have living plants. They all have names. Um, And I actually just bought a new one yesterday. It's a fiddle leaf fig. Um, which Ooh. I have been for for months. I am so excited. Um, so I need to come up with a name for my new plant. And I also have a shirt that says plant lady. So true. All true things. All true things. <laughs> That's awesome. But I want to circle back real quick because I mean, the whole reason this podcast is starting is literally because we're in quarantine and I have nothing to do for four months. So mm-hmm. how is remote learning going? I know it's been really difficult for a lot of teachers to have to transition to something they didn't necessarily have the equipment to do so. It's not going too bad. It was definitely a rough transition. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Um, definitely a rough transition going into it. So I work with kids as a speech pathologist. I work with mostly kids that are on the autism spectrum. Um, so that's definitely been rough for them because it's a complete change of schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, they're not used to the current structure. Kids with autism don't typically, um, transition very well. They have trouble with change. And so this was like a big change for anyone that is not, does not have autism. And so, um, to think about like the world currently from their point of view is even, um, more difficult. And so, but it's been really nice. Um, since in the past couple of weeks, I've been able to see most of my kids through videos, um, and sending them videos and then seeing them over like video conferencing for therapy. Um, so that's been really exciting. I've had a lot of fun stories, um, from them. I mean, our world's flipped upside down, but for them, it's a whole nother level. 
I know some of them are just kind of rolling with the punches and then Mm -hmm. I have other ones. I had, um, one last week that started crying on the phone because he just missed all of his friends that are in his group. And so it was really fun. Last week we got to have like a big circle time for, um, our kinder kids that all have that um, are all in the same classroom that have autism. Um, And it was so much fun. We got to sing songs and talk about feelings. And they were all saying hi to each other, which before spring break, I wasn't even sure that they knew each other's names or that they knew each other existed. And they do. And that was just so exciting. Oh, that makes me so happy. I love it. Thank goodness for video chat. (laughs) I know. It's amazing. Who would have thought? No one knew what Zoom was like three weeks ago and here oh, we are <laughs> completely and it gives us the opportunity to be able to podcast even if we don't are not next to each other what what look what technology did <laughs> which yes we are uh practicing social distancing and doing this on the phone into a microphone <laughs> megan's view of me is my up my nose right now and uh one of my eyes <laughs> It's a beautiful view. It's my favorite view of myself, personally. The best angle. (laughs) We're all about good angles here. Oh, yeah. A for angle. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) You should definitely choose that one instead of your other word. I think so, too. Speaking of which, this week's word is authentic. Um, So as I mentioned in our intro episode, we are doing one letter of the alphabet every week. So this week is A for authentic, and Megan and I had this amazing conversation last week, basically all about being your authentic self, and we were both like, dang it, (laughs) should have pressed record. This is exactly what we needed for this episode, Um, and Megan brings a lot of wisdom in that. She is authentic, and she's also my accountability partner, which also starts with A, so it was just necessary that Megan be here for this week. Um, Okay, so... This is the Merriam-Webster definition of authentic, okay? It is of undisputed origin or genuine. Okay, okay, cool. And then the biblical definition of this, according to the Christian Post, an article by J.B. Kachilla, Kachia, I'm very sorry, I'm very sorry. Um, It is to, let's see, your feelings follow your true identity, which is real deep. I like that. So let's unpack that a little bit. Megan, what does that mean to you? Your feelings follow your true identity. Well, I think um, even just connecting it. So another fun fact about me, I am obsessed with the Enneagram. Whoop, whoop. Absolutely love it. Um, and I am a four wing three. So if you don't know about the Enneagram, I am um, the main feelings person on the Enneagram. <laughs> yes. um, I feel all of the feels. I can go from one end of the spectrum to another end of the spectrum very quickly and bounce back um, just as fast. So um, anyone that has any questions about feelings, I am usually the person that can put words to those. Um yes. So that definitely resonates with me um, because one of the things that is really important to me is like working through all of my emotions um, and kind of putting truth to those, but also knowing that like not all of the time um, my emotions are going to be leading me in the right path. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also um, 
knowing that some of the things that I feel are things that are leading me down the right path. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be feelings coming directly from God. Um, and so wanting to um, follow those that are truthful. And a lot of the times it's finding um, one of the things that I do is looking at my emotions and looking at the things that I'm feeling, things that I'm thinking in my head and kind of aligning with the truth that I know that God says about me um, and figuring out which one of those are coming from God, which ones are those are coming from my brokenness and which ones of those are um, I just need to get rid of um, and kind of realigning those thoughts and feelings. Yes, girl. Snaps to all of those things. And it's okay to have feelings. I think you can't really be who you are and be authentic without having feelings and understanding that those are okay. Oh, 100%. 100%. I think um, that is one of the things that is really a struggle in especially the current state of Christianity is that um, it's kind of the belief that, like, we love Jesus, so we're happy all of the time. Mm -hmm. That is not not what's happening. Yes. I feel that I can feel some of my like more, um, melancholy or sad or angry emotions, um, more fully because I am a believer of Christ. So I can kind of, um, direct those to what I know about God and how I'm supposed to work through those. Um, but we're not going to be happy all of the time. Mm -hmm. Not everything and rainbows all the time. Um, and so I fully believe that like feelings, are 100% okay and they're also something that like are they're God made and so he wouldn't Mm -hmm. be making anything that would be wrong yes preach it to the choir and that's something I struggled with so so hard for so long is just accepting that it's okay to cry it's okay to have feelings let them out letting them in is or keeping them in is just gonna do nothing but damage your view of a emotions and be the situation that you're emotional about. Yep, exactly. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important too, that just because you're a Christ follower, doesn't mean that it's a straight and narrow path for you. I mean, and you touched on this just with feelings in itself, like we're not going to be happy all the time. It's just part of it. So if you're having a bad day, it's okay to have a bad day and acknowledge that you're having an off day especially with like our current situation now, this is not normal. <laughs> no, it's not. And literally today, cause I, I did not sleep well last night. I, my sleep schedule is all kinds of messed up. Mm-hmm. I knew I had to get up at seven 30 this morning to have a speech session with kindergartners at 8am. Did I go to sleep early? No, I went to bed at two 30 in the morning. So I woke up this morning and I was just dead tired and I was just not feeling it. And I literally finished that session and I was like, okay, today is canceled. I'm going back to sleep. Like I'm not (laughs) this anymore. Um, sometimes we just have those, we just have days that we're like, nope, this is not happening. I'm not, I'm not a good, I'm not, I'm not doing good today. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, there was no, uh, handbook on how to handle a quarantine when you're isolated from your friends, your family, from your normalcy. I mean, everyone's had to create a new schedule. And I think it's important to remember that this isn't permanent. This is very temporary. It's just been kind of a long extended temporary with lasting effects. Exactly. So that's been the big thing for myself, at least is just reminding myself, this is not forever. This is, there's a lot of life to live after this, God willing. So 
Yes, God willing. <laughs> it's, it's scary, this world we live in, but we're okay. We are okay. We're going to get through this. <laughs> okay, so with being authentic, what do you think is the easiest way to live authentic? How do we hold ourselves accountable to that? I think um, one of the ways that I have learned is um, especially – let me backtrack. So, um, I was raised in the church. I've gone to the same church since I was a kid. Um, so I have been very involved and there have been times where I have not been so involved. Um, but there were, I've began to believe in God early on in my lifetime. Um, and I think that has impacted the way that I live, not because I've always believed in God, but I think because, um, I have come to terms with the fact that when I started believing God at the age of like seven or eight, um, it didn't make me a perfect person. Mm -hmm. Um, it didn't make me 100% not broken. It just saved me. Um, and so because of that, I have definitely walked through, um, some unfortunate circumstances, some things that I made those choices myself and, um, definitely shouldn't have, but they're part of my story now. Um, some things that I am not proud of. They're things that I still have shame about, um, even though I was a Christ follower. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's given me a good opportunity because a lot of the times the perception of, um, Christians in general is that once you, once you have that prayer and you're saved is you're perfect. Now you have God's perfectness in you. Um, and that's, that's just not the case. Unfortunately, we still have brokenness in our world. And unfortunately, um, like the devil is still really trying to break us down, even though we're already saved. Um, he really wants us to walk away from that. Mm -hmm. And so it has been definitely not a always just super happy, shining, living life in a relationship with Christ. Um, there have been struggles and there have been hardships and there have been times where I've walked away. Um, and there have been times that I've returned. Um, and I think just coming to terms with that. And, um, like I said, I still have, I still am working through shame of some things, but, um, the shame is definitely lessened knowing that, um, one, God has already forgiven me for those things. And two, um, I have an opportunity to help other people, um, like re- get rid of their shame because they feel that they wronged God by being in a relationship with him, but also not following, like not following everything that he wants you to do. Mm. Yes. And shame has been a conversation that Megan and I have had for the past week or so, just because, I mean, even with just doing this podcast, it's a public thing. It it is a public declaration that, you know, anyone who's on this podcast, even that we are living for the Lord and we're human and we make mistakes. And yeah, we, I also grew up in the church, but that doesn't mean my walk was perfect the whole time. I mean, especially when you get to college, Mm -hmm. so much freedom and so many decisions that you never had. It's a whole other ballpark. I mean, really. And so that was my fear is like, I don't want to be a phony. And I'm like, wait a minute, if God, my creator, the creator of this whole world, every person on it, every blade of grass can forgive me and acknowledge that I'm still worthy of this journey, then okay, so be it. Yeah, 100%. So be it. And I think too, like with, uh, 
social media, I feel like it's very easy to slip into the comparison game and remembering that, I mean, Instagram is not authentic most of the time. It is a pretty picture of a very broken world. So how do you, Megan, especially since Megan has a fun new Instagram that we'll share about later, how do you deal with um, the pressures of social media and the idea that we have to portray this picture of perfection? Um, That has definitely been something that I've struggled with in the past, um, especially um, like seeing people that I am close to. Um, I know especially like I can easily be skewed by like what's currently popular on social media um so I know right now like I am in quarantine so I'm not wearing teacher clothes all the time so I'm wearing just random um and seeing all these people on social media that are like oh my gosh tie-dye is back and I'm like oh yeah I'm super into tie-dye now oh yeah I've never been into tie-dye in my life right yeah, let me be into tie-dye. Um, so I know that I can be very impressionable by, like, the fads that are around. Um, and I think that's just kind of rooted down into, like, I have a deep-seated need to be accepted by, like, what is normal with the rest of the world. And mm-hmm. so I quickly can jump between fads or, um, like, what's cool. Um, I don't know. That's kind of how I got into, like, having plants and stuff, which has definitely lasted that's something that's definitely part of me um I just didn't know it at the time um but yeah I am impressionable by social media very often um and so one of the things that I have like made very important in the way that I do social media is um there are definitely times where I still add filters on these things there are definitely times where I am going to um like crop out something in a picture I'm going to maybe make myself look a little bit thinner or um like cover up a zit on my face or something like that Mm -hmm. um and those times I really I really kind of struggle with that because I don't want that to be the perception that I have but then I also am like insecure and so um those are weird times. And sometimes I even like edit a photo and then I look at the photo and I'm like, this doesn't look like me. I need to just post the real photo. Mm -hmm. Um, and that has definitely been something that I've struggled with. Um, but the other thing that I've been trying to make a point to do, especially in, um, this new year was to really just kind of post what's actually happening. Like, um, maybe it's a cute picture, but I'm, um, posting something on social media about like struggling. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Siri says, Siri. Yes. (laughs) Um, posting about, um, something to do with mental health. So I, um, have struggled with anxiety and depression for, um, depression for about 10 years, anxiety, um, for a little over five years, almost six. Um, and so that has become something that I, um, have been much more open on talking about on social media, mm-hmm. um, because I don't want the per- perception to be that like, I'm happy all of the time. Everything is great all of the time. That's not the case. Unfortunately, I wish it was, right. um, but we all struggle with things. And I think that is just, um, it, 
I don't really think that it's beneficial for me to hide that on social media because I'd rather have a message out there that's going to help someone else um, that they can relate to rather than um, just posting a cute caption or posting a fun picture. Um, I'd much rather um, talk about mental health or talk about struggling with a breakup or struggling um, with other areas of your life, that kind of thing. Yeah, all very relatable things. And I think it takes a lot of courage to be authentic in social media because unfortunately everyone has an opinion. Um, And I know for me personally, I struggle so hard with the opinions others have of me. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Those people with negative opinions or um, the ones that don't support being bold, um, in your social media posts, it just, it does not matter. You don't want those people around anyways. Yeah, I think, um, I definitely feel the same way as I, a lot of times, especially, um, I have started posting a little bit more, um, maybe bold statements on social media, things that are talking about some more sensitive topics. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've always gotten worried, like, what are people going to think? Am I posting the right thing? Um, I really don't look like an, I don't consider myself an influencer, but I really don't look like what other people like post on social media. Um, I don't have the same photography skills. Maybe my words don't make as as much sense as the, as another person's, um, really that just that comparison game. Um, but I've kind of found like all of us have a message and a story to tell. Um, and who's to say that, um, my story is not worth telling. Um, it might not be, it might not be getting a thousand views a day. It might not be getting me a ton of followers, but it's might be impacting one person and that's perfectly fine by me. Yep. Your story will influence someone, even in a small way. Maybe somebody was nervous about posting about their mental health or what they're going through, but then they saw your post and it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, I can do this. I can share this with others to do so. Can So can you imagine a, war, a whoa, world that almost turned into worm? Can you imagine a worm? Um a world where everybody is their true authentic self. It's honestly (laughs) really, really hard to picture. Right. I agree. Super, super difficult. I think given our, like the current society and the generations, I think that, um, like the younger generations definitely are moving in that direction. Mm -hmm. Um, like just, us as millennials, um, the younger, the Gen Z generation, we have started to kind of be like, we're okay with who we are. Yeah. We're, we're okay with right now. Um, and we struggle with these things and, um, all kinds of stuff. Like I can speak to mental health. I know if I, if my grandparents were struggling with depression or anxiety, nobody would know. Mm-hmm. Um, they would not be telling anyone. Um, but like, meanwhile, I'm like, Want to hear about what I learned about in therapy today? Um, (laughs) I'm 100% comfortable talking about that I have a struggle with something. Um, That is just, that's not the environment that our, like, parents or our grandparents or older family members were raised in. Um, So I think that's a huge struggle. But I I don't know. Imagining a whole world. 
I think, I think having a world that's everyone is 100% authentic is like, that's Christ has come back and we're all gone to heaven. Like that's what that is. Okay. Any other lasting tips, tricks, trades for authenticity that you would like to share, Megan? I think just like be, and this is, I mean, so hard to just be like, oh yeah, I'm totally okay with this. Mm -hmm. Um, like be okay with the things that you're struggling with, um, which sounds very strange. Um, but I, I recently learned something of that. There are a lot of things that I did never think that God was going to heal me from. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really was like, that's, that's never going to happen. God's not going to heal that. Um, and I learned that it actually was like a, a form of pride, um, which when you think about it, I, when someone told me that I was like, that's not prideful. I'm not being prideful about that. No, it's like, it's basically like reverse pride where you don't believe that God can do that. Um, which I mean, kind of, knocked me down, slapped me in the face kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because there are definitely things that I have struggled with for years. And I just have kind of come to the conclusion that God can't handle that. God's not going to heal that. Um, so I'll just keep it to myself. Um, and like, I'll keep that shame and I'll just hold on to that for myself. Um, and that is heavy to bear. Um, it is a heavy weight. It is heavy for the people around you. Um, even if they don't know what's happening, they know that something is heavy on you. Um, and so handing it over to people, handing it over to God, accepting help from it, um, definitely takes the weight off of it and accepting that he might not be forgiving that right now. Um, and the thing that you are struggling with, um, whether it be gossip, alcohol, pornography, anything like that, um, it's, it's purpose is currently evil. Um, it's intended for evil, but God can redeem it for good. Um, and believing in that, and it might not be, it might not be right now. It, he might not be healing it right now. Um, and that's, that's a really frustrating question sometimes of like, God, why, why are you not healing this? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's definitely using it. He's, he's redeeming it. Um, he has a plan for it. And, we have our own free will. We are able to do whatever, kind of whatever we want. Um, God has a plan for our lives, but he is going to redeem that at some point. I don't know when. I wish we could have a timeline of when. I, I will not struggle with anxiety or depression anymore. Yeah. Um, or not struggle with gossip or, um, like, people not struggle with sexual sin or that kind of thing. Um I wish that we had the answers to that, but we don't. And so I think just fully coming to the conclusion of this is something that I struggle with. This is something I'm working on, on with God. Um, this is something that I'm accountable with and uh, with other people. Um, and then sharing that message, I think definitely, um, it kind of changes the perspective, especially as a Christ follower that's been raised in the church. Um, because people kind of see us as these perfect people. We should be perfect all the time because we love Jesus. Um, and that's not the case. And I think, um, and this is so, I cannot ever figure out another way to say this, but pretty much I always say like, before I knew God, I sucked a lot. Um, and then when I met God and 
started my relationship with him, I sucked a little bit less, but I still, <laughs> I still am not that great. Um, and so I like am progressively getting better as I mature and learn and heal from things, um, as is everyone else that's a Christ follower, but that doesn't sure. instantly mean like, Oh, ding, you said the prayer of salvation. So you are 100% a perfect person. You're not going to struggle with these things anymore. No, because we struggle with those things, or because we are a follower of Christ, the devil's going to attack us so much harder because he knows that we are, like, willing to go up against him. He knows that we have someone on our side. And so we are so much, we are way more likely to struggle with those things um, and, like, feel the weight and the shame of it as well because we know that we love God and we know what we want to do with our life. And that's not something that's on that path. Um, but I think like coming to terms with it and being able to share that, um, is really going to impact other people. Um, I can think of a specific example of, um, something, a situation I had recently. Um, there is a part of my story that I really struggle with, um, that I have had really unfortunate, um, conversations about, um, it is just a really difficult area of my life, um, that has to do with some sexual sin. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, it took me a very long time until college when I wanted to admit it. And the time that I tried to admit it, um, not, not necessarily admit it, but like talk about it and start to like kind of ask for accountability with that. Um, the response that I got was women don't struggle with that. And that was so earth shattering and made me feel so alone. Um, and for the longest time, like I probably another two or three years, I continued to feel alone in that. Um, and that was so difficult until I heard other women start to talk about like these other sins in their life. And I was like, other people are struggling with this. It's not just me. I'm not the only female Christ follower who's struggling right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and because of that, I was able to like come to terms that like, I'm not this super, super broken person because of this. Um, there are other people that are struggling with it and I've had the opportunity to now talk about it and talk about the shame that I felt and talk about the healing that I've received and that kind of thing. Um, and kind of opened the door for other women that were like, I didn't, I didn't realize that I thought I was alone in this. Um, and so kind of like what I was saying earlier, being able to share your story and being able to come to terms with it and, um, accept the love that God has for you, um, has a 100% impact to change someone else's life. And that's, that's our purpose here. Like God calls us to go and make disciples of all nations. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Um, so why, why just tell the story of, Hey, Jesus loves you. Follow him. Why don't you show him with what he's done in your life? Ooh, the truth bombs. If I had the boom, 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 sound effect, (laughs) I'd be using it right now. Straight up. That was so good. If you didn't have your notepads and pens out right now, go ahead, press pause, rewind, and start taking some bullet points because everything Megan said just needs to be soaked in to your core. (laughs) That's so good. 
Oh my gosh. Well, Megan, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show and sharing so many amazing truths with us about how to be authentic. Um, something that we will probably all forever struggle with in some capacity, but that's okay. Because as Megan said, we are not alone in our struggles and there's someone out there that is dealing with the similar situation, if not the same thing as you. So let's unite together as Christians and as women specifically, um, to really get rid of some of these stigmas that women can't deal with certain things or have problems with certain things. Cause that is just so not true. Um, before we get off on another tangent, uh, that could be a whole nother podcast. We'll bring it back, oh, Megan. Yeah, 100%. We can go on a million tangents. That's usual for us. T for tangents. <laughs> um, okay, so Megan, where can we find you on social media if we'd like some more of this wisdom and authenticity? Um, so my personal Instagram is Megan Lee10463. Um, Lee is spelled weird, it's L E I G H. Um, and then 10463, I got that number from a Webkins account in second grade. Outstanding. And um, I actually, Laura plugged me earlier, but I actually just started um, a, another Instagram account um, just for some specific things. Um, a lot of it is talking about speech pathology, but then um, it's also talking about just being able to communicate better. So, um, that Instagram is called the confident communicators. Um, I truly believe that through speech therapy, loving God and understanding ourselves through any platform you use, but mine's the Enneagram. Um, we can, um, continue to develop our communication skills and, um, the way we communicate with ourselves and with others, um, and just become confident communicators. Love it. Give her a follow everybody. I, know nothing about speech pathology other than what Megan has told me and I feel a little bit smarter by following her Instagram account. Y'all, I am so grateful to have Megan as a friend. She is so encouraging and she just always knows what to say, especially when it comes to emotions. And I'm very grateful for that. And I really, really recommend each of you have a friend like that too. Somebody that can just help you process things when it may be hard to work it all out in your head. And Megan or Enneagram 4s are the perfect people to do that. So hopefully you have that community that you can just be who you are and be your true authentic self with because that's what the Lord wants for us. He wants us no matter who we are, scrapes, bruises, bumps and all, He will use your story to bring light to someone else. So I really hope that's encouraging to you this week because next week we're getting bold. Be for bold episode two next Wednesday. It is happening. And the woman that we're going to be talking to embodies bold in every sense of the word. She encourages me. She inspires me. I respect her probably more than anyone else. She is incredible. And I'm not going to tell you who it is. I'm going to leave it as a surprise but I can guarantee you, you're going to get so much from her story and her testimony. She is so awesome. I'm one of her biggest fans. So come back next week to learn all about being bold and what that means in the eyes of the Lord. And in the meantime, give us a follow on Instagram at P for podcast. We've got some behind the scenes content and all kinds of updates for you. Thank you guys for listening and have a great rest of your week.